Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this is your host, Brian Wayne here, and uh, I'm here to let you know, in case you did not know already, uh, that the Cheers to Comics podcast has since evolved. And uh, if you're looking for a new shiny place to get your comic books from, then you need to head on over to Shop cheers to comics.com it's like cheers to comics.com only with the shop in front of it uh shop cheers to comics.com and if you use code podcast at checkout you're going to save yourself 10 percent and i'm constantly adding new inventory hot spec books uh everything everything any any type of book under the sun is it uh as it, as it comes under my radar and it gets added into the inventory, I, I make it available to you. So remember, head on over to shopcheerstocomics.com and use code PODCAST at checkout and save yourself 10%. Oh, it's pre-roll time. You know the Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions, your, uh, your source, your solution. That's why they're called Inked Marketing Solutions. Your solutions to all things crowdfunding, um, even beyond comics. But, you know, I'm going to focus on the comics on account of what I am and all. Um, i got to tell you about the uh, the Inked Marketing Crowdfunded Comic for this episode. Mm, it's going to be the Terror Trilogy funding on Kickstarter right now. It's a horror graphic novel. It's three incredibly creepy sounding stories all in one beautifully bound book so uh we've got the muffin man number one solo 88 number one and thirst number one and uh you know there's even a brand new story as well that the boys from limitless comics is putting out and that's a wild oni or you could you know you can grab them grab everything grab all of that stuff all on this kickstarter but the muffin man and the solo 88 and thirst all in one beautifully bound graphic novel of terror, the Terror Trilogy. So, uh, yeah, head on over to Kickstarter now and support the boys of Limitless Comics. It might not just be all boys, but I'm looking at the picture here. Those are all boys there. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, head on over. Check it out. Kickstarter, and uh, that's going to be inked.pub slash terror trilogy once again that's inked.pub slash terror trilogy you're gonna want some of this people limitless bringing it real hard age of radio
hello again and welcome back to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Lane, and this is episode 369. The 369th episode of the Cheers to Comics Podcast will be a polis priorities, and I'll be going over the books of the future. You know, the final order cutoffs, and what's allegedly coming out next new comic book day. So, before I get all up into that, I have to shout out the newest affiliate of the Cheers to Comics podcast. It's not because I have to, it's because I want to. Nerds Forever. 307nerdsforever.com is my favorite new place to get my comics from people. It really is. Um, and you don't have to be in Newcastle, Wyoming and go into their brick and mortar store to experience all of the amazing uh, uh, customer service that, that, that you get with Nerds Forever. And that's that's what it comes down to. Yes, the, their inventory prices unmatched. I've uh, th- That's always the first place I go to now when there's something uh, spec worthy that maybe I just kind of underordered myself on. Yeah, well, uh, it turns out I wanted more of these. I hit up Nerds Forever because, well, <laughs> they don't gouge me, and that's that's what I love about them. So, and they don't gouge you either. So hit up 307nerdsforever.com. And on top of their already non-gougy prices, you can use code Cheers when you're checking out and save yourself an additional 10%. I know it's fucking crazy. How do they even keep open? Well, customer service, people. Uh, Customer service creates volume. Mm -hmm. So, yes, 307nerdsforever.com. That's the number four, 307nerdsforever.com. And check out with code CHEERS and save even more money. 10% to be precise. Oh, man, nerds forever. Gotta love them. Now, uh, let's talk about some of these books, man. Uh, I will go on to say that... It is, uh, what, hmm. Diamond has been hacked. Uh, that's that's not really a secret to most at this point. Last weekend they got hacked. Thankfully they got hacked after I recorded, so I was able to go through. And, you know I have all the information I needed for the most part. This week, yet so much. I know it's the amazing like everything's back to normal, but uh, it it's not. Uh, now when you get into the diamonds web, diamond previews website previews world is what I'm trying to say. I have to, like, sign up with a pullbox account with them to be able to see the same stuff that you could see beforehand. And as it stands right now, um, I'd, the back end of this podcast may not be so long, huh? Because, uh, I mean, the, <laughs> I waited a few extra, I mean, uh, overnight. I was hoping that the the, the, pod, or the the website would be fixed overnight, and that's still not the case. I don't know what books exactly are coming out next week. I have an idea of the you know the the noteworthy books, but as far as a whole list of everything coming out next week, uh, I don't know. Unless something happens within the next forty-five minutes, whilst I record this podcast, um, I'm not sure how informative I could be to that. But thankfully, the FOCs they're alive and well. Um, so I know it's 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 a little bit different this week. You know, I, I've never missed a polis priorities, and I wasn't gonna miss it just because. With you know, yeah, a little bit of it being uh, cut short, if you will. So that's yeah. Um, but no, that's that's why the podcast wasn't up super early in the morning, like it should be. Uh, not like it normally is, but like it should be. <laughs> I have alarms set and everything now, people. But uh, yeah, I just I wanted to make sure that. I mean, if there was a chance I can give it all to you, I would. But 
it's it's not it's not looking like that. So let's uh, but well, I mean we're, we're we're not to the point of previews. Let's talk about Lunar. All the books that need to be ordered by the 14th, the Sunday, from Lunar Distribution. It's going to be your uh, your DC books. Uh, along with some Lunars and some Ahoys as well. Or not some Lunars, Jesus, some Scout and some Ahoy titles as well. But uh, for the most part, DC. Starting with Batgirls, number one. Uh, Becky Cloonan and Michael Conrad. Look at that Jorge Corona cover. It's nice to see him getting some real fucking work. Not that his work wasn't real before, but getting that DC and that Marvel. Mm -hmm. There you go. Uh, so, let's see what, ah, oh, fuck, this is a big goddamn, eh, we'll have time, huh? Um, hello, you didn't actually think we'd keep you waiting this entire year without giving you the Batgirl series we've been wanting for forever, right? No way. We love you too much. Just like Batgirl's Cassandra Kane. is it Cassandra or Cassandra? And her name was Cassandra... Kane and Stephanie Brown, who are only able to navigate the dark, gritty, and oftentimes scaly city of Gotham by learning, uh, leaning on the bright light that is their, what? Best friendship. There we go. Mentored by Oracle, mm-hmm, are they? The Batgirls move to the other side of town where Barbara Gordon can keep a better eye on them whilst the hacker Seer is still invading their lives. Oh, okay, I see what's going on here. This is tying into, uh... Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so Seer is the the anti-Oracle, from my understanding, if I remember correctly. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, then there's, like, another essay-based... Yeah, under, underneath all... It's, it's Batgirls, people. It's a, was it, three-potter? I think it's a three-potter. Uh, how many covers we got here? We got an Inyuk Lee... Doesn't look like Inyuk Lee at all. Oh, now that I zoom it in, it does. Yeah, that's a pretty good. And then, oh, look at this Inyuk Lee unmasked. And then what do we got here? We got a what? Two hundred and fifty cappy minimum order done by Yoshitaka Amano. Hard new for me on that one. Uh, is it going to be rare? You bet your balls it's going to be rare. But I think that's going to be the only thing people are... I don't know what the fuck is going on. What? What? what, what, what? I don't understand why we're bringing in all of these like Eastern cultured artists to do Western cover art. And it sucks. It sucks. I'm sorry. It sucks. It sucks. It sucks. Uh, one and twenty. Five. We've got a uh, uh, Ryan Gonzalez. All right. Uh, looks like maybe watercolor or something. Can't tell what that medium is there. I'm playing video games, but the screen's behind them. I don't. What are we? What's going on? I don't know. It's just appeasing this influencer culture that we have now. I guess I don't know. There's a one in fifty Dan Hip variant on this. Uh, kind of looks like, what are they called, like, Chiblies or Jiblies or Chibbies? I don't know. It's like the rip-off Funko thingy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, 
so since my excitement on this one, people, is an A cover or yeah, I mean I would grab the A cover. The Inyuk Lees are you know pretty cool. Specifically the I like the B cover. If I were to get any variant on this one, it's all about that B. Um, but these other ones are probably going to be pretty collectible because any uh, shop owner with any type of taste in art is probably not going to strive to order 250 fucking copies of this book to get that. Um, and you know, normally you, know, you order 250 copies of a book, you're like, oh cool, I got 5 1 in 25s, I got, wait, no, hold on, how does that work? I got 10 1 in 25s, math, uh, 5 1 in 50s, and you know, I got all these other things I could sell. Um, but they're not good. You know, they're not, I mean, uh, I don't art subjective people, but I don't have any friends that would be specifically bonkers over these covers. Let me just put it that way. Um, moving along. Uh, <laughs> and I'm never going to say don't buy a book. That's not, that's not what I'm about at all. Support whatever the fuck you want. I'm just giving you my opinion on how I think the, the market may value these books. If you think it's fucking pretty, then, yeah, by all means. I'm not saying you're stupid for getting it. Um, you're going to be one of the few, though, that, that own it. Because I don't think there's a lot of people that have the same taste in art. Uh, yeah, I'm going I'm to drop it now. Batman Scooby-Doo Mysteries, number nine. I love this cover. It's like Batman 66 style. I love the, the running Batman. Running right at you. I love that look. And you got the old Riddler. His jewel bags, oh. <sighs> and then there's a ghost pirate in Scooby Doo. <sighs> um, oh, a second printing, you say, of the Batman. F Batman? <sighs> I'm gonna say it like that every time just because I. Hmm. The two don't. They don't go together, people. Batman Fortnite. Apparently they go together enough. Uh, yeah, it was his foundation. It's the second printing. It's not a number two, it's the second printing. Um, that's, uh, no. Um, now, I do believe, uh, now, you know what, let's, let's look this up right now. The day that the first printing released, it was going for, like, ten or twelve bucks, I believe. Which doesn't surprise me, because, like I said, it was a Batman Who Laughs Fortnite skin. Um, uh, do, 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 do. what's it called? Batman Fortnite Foundation? There we go. There we go. Clickety 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 clickety. Alright, where's it at? Come on. Eight bucks? Oh, that's a sponsored one. Can't take that seriously. Uh, eight dollars, free local pickup, five, six, it's about five dollar book. Um, you just gotta keep, <laughs> yeah, the way they do their shipping. Um, so, you know, I don't know. Will the second printing do better? I don't know. It, it is a different color. You know, it's a black cover this time. Could mean something. Uh, I like it more, to be honest. Uh, so, yeah. Mm. Uh, we got a black label book. We got a jock book, people. Written and drawn by Jock. Batman One Dark Knight, number one. Well, Three-parter, $7 price point here from high above the sweltering summer sweltering. Thumbless tweets. Ugh. <sighs> What's going on with my lips right now? My tongue. The sweltering summer streets of Gotham. Batman planned to escort the GCPD as the dangerous metahuman supervillain known as EMP. Mm-hmm. New villain, people, was transferred from a holding cell to his permanent home at Blackgate Prison. EMP's electrical powers posed a threat 
but the situation was in hand until it wasn't. And then there's more and more and more and more and more. Um, so, yeah, I mean, come on, people. It's Jock doing a book all by himself. It should be pretty good. Out of continuity? Gotta love it. What is this 1 in 25? Is it a... Alright, there's gotta be something more to this. It's called a blackout variant. You can... I mean, there's... It, there's hardly anything there. I don't know. Um, and then there's a, a B cover done by Cliff Chang. Hey, that's pretty neat. That is pretty neat. I'm not gonna lie. Um, just 1 in 25? Yep, only goes to 1 in 25 on that one. Uh, might be worth picking up. I mean, a black label, new villain. Eh. But Jock? Come on. Always gonna be popular, I think. I think. Alright, continuing on, we got Black Mana, number four. A couple covers on that one. Sam for Greed, once again, getting the B cover. Um, from Scout, we've got Dancing with the Dragon, number three. Mm -hmm. Gotta love it. Oh, there's a, uh, I mean, this is a trade paperback here, but it's the DC poster portfolio, well, is it? It's a poster portfolio for the DC Pride covers this month, so... Yeah, you know how DC puts out like their their art germ portfolios and their Josh Middleton. Yeah, um, well, now here's a Pride variant one. Uh, we've got Edgar Allan Poe's Snifter of Death number three. This is coming out of uh, uh, Ahoy. <laughs> Fucking cover. Jesus Christ. They're really, I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to make fun of Poe there. Or... I don't. Hmm. Remember Rubber Johnny? A little bit, maybe you don't. You probably don't. Um, look up Rubber Johnny, and if you <laughs> be prepared to be horrified, it's kind of what I, the vibe I'm getting out of this. Uh, slightly out of this cover here. Zvirda. Yeah. Um, I must say, probably the iffiest book of the week as far as speculation goes, um, coming out of DC. It's going to be this Future State Gotham number eight. It is the first appearance of the next Joker. What that means, I don't know. But uh, it is the, the... Well, I mean, it's exactly what it sounds like. It's the next Joker. Um, so, take that for what you will. I know that I will be ordering heavy on this one. Because, I don't know. I, I think it's got good potential. I really do. And there's a pretty sweet Kim Jacinto cover. Oh, look at that. Oh, fuck. What's his name? Forget his name. God damn it. It's because he doesn't get used enough. What the fuck is his name? The, 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 oh, my God. Whatever. Um, I know. There's, <laughs> you'll look at it and yell at me. Um, continuing on. It's, I'm going to remember it as soon as I hit stop. Uh, Harley Quinn. Eat, bang, kill, tour, number four. There is a first appearance in this one. Um, he's like a sludge villain, if I remember right. Uh, Mephetic? Mephetic, I think is his name, yeah. Um, not, not the coolest name, but, uh, we'll see. I mean, you never know, people, with this DC spec. Um, being that it's advertised on Key Collector, less of a chance for it to catch fire right off the bat, you're gonna have to, you know. But, um, we'll see. We shall see. Oh, two covers on this one. Valentin Delandro. There you go. Uh, what is this? What is Hyperthick? Uh, I think this is out of Ahoy. 
It's either Ahoy or Scout. One or the other. I think it's Scout. Um, but, yeah, Hypertech number two. That is on the FOCs this week. Don't know much about it, but I have heard a few people chattering about it. So, take that for what you will. We've got I Am Batman number four. There's a pretty sweet Raphael Sarmento. Is that how you say that? That is fucking rad. Bad ass. Huh. Oh, I am Batman. I am Batman. Such a <laughs> silly name for a title. DC hasn't been all about those names lately, though, you know? Batman Who Laughs. I am Batman. Um, does it have to have Batman in the name? You know, does it? Does it? Uh, 1 in 25 on this, too. Max Dunbar. Neat. If you like motorcycles and whatnot. Uh, next up, we've got the Joker number 10. Another uh, this, this story's been cool, people. Admittedly, I'm a couple issues behind, but this whole Jim Gordon tracking down the Joker thing, cool storyline. Uh, there's a, a few covers on here. There's a Francesco Franca Villa cover, cover and J. Anacleto. Ooh, it's a pretty sweet punchline cover. If you're a punchline collector, I think you're going to be into that one. Anacleto. Is that how you say that? Anacleto? Whatever. It's good. Um, then there's a 1 in 25, James Stokey. Why are they doing the, uh, the, the whole tarot card thing? I don't understand this theme, but whatever. Um, oh, tis the season of annuals now, it seems. We've got Justice League 2021 annual. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, we've got Pennyworth, number five. Um, from Scout, we've got Redshift, number six. Sorry, there's a, they're putting in all these Scout tags in here, too. I don't really know what those are. So, I believe they're just like digital comics on the go, I think. I think that's what it is. It's, it's, it's like a keyring thing for a digital comic. Um, I don't know. Uh, we'll find out eventually. Uh, the second printing for Soulstream, number one, uh, due to be ordered by this weekend. Uh, Supergirl Huama of Tomorrow, number three. Uh, how many covers we got here? We've got a Steve Rude variant, and that seems to be it. But that Steve Rude variant, it's all you need. That is all you need. That... Uh, mm, that could be an iconic poster, people. Really could be. Like a poster. Not just an iconic cover, like a poster. I could see them using this for a movie. Mm -hmm. Um, Titans United, number four. Uh, Cal New, Cal New cover on that one. And then lastly, due to be ordered by Sunday through the Lunar FOCs, we have Juan de Juamas, number 782. Mm-hmm. Becky Cloonan still killing it on this one, I hear. Uh, what was that, Terry and Rachel Dodson? I'm loving the Dodson covers on Wonder Woman. Really good. Will Mirai, that's a badass cover. Fucking sweet. Look at those legs. Jesus Christ. Powerful. So powerful. Um, well, there you go. Those are the books due from Lunar to be put into your shop by the 14th. So, mm-hmm. Now, let's, uh, let's talk about... 
previous world and see if it's even still there. <laughs> Scary times, people. I don't know what the why why, why cyber attack previews world. Well, what, what what's up with the comics, huh? I'm not gonna go after comics. I don't get it. I just don't get it. Um, they seem to be all here. All right. Uh, due to be ordered from Vault by the fifteenth Monday. I know it's different. It's confusing. It's hard. But well, that's what I'm here for, people. I'm here to guide you. Um, Rush, number three. I just got my copy of Rush, number one, in the mail. I had to order it separately because for some reason I fucked up and didn't uh, order it through the shop. I feel like there was a few titles this week that didn't come, so maybe it's coming different at a different time. I don't know. Lately, this, my indies have been all over the fucking place. That's why I said allegedly coming out. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh... Hmm. It's hard to gauge, people. I, I I do the best I can for you, though. Well, that being said, I haven't got around to reading Rush yet, but I hear uh, I hear good things. It, it, it's an intriguing, even being a an arachnophobe, uh, it's an intriguing title. It is. Um, so we'll, we'll see here. Great covers on the on. Oh, that Simmons cover's badass. How about this? Uh, what's his name? Brandon Simmons? Brad Simmons? Martin Simmons? How about this Martin Simmons guy? Jesus Christ. You may recognize Martin Simmons from such books as Department of Truth and several other badass covers since. Continuing on, we've got Witchblood, number nine. Looks like there's uh, three covers on that one. So those are your two vault titles due to be ordered by the weekend. No Valiant on the FOCs this week? Well, damn. Uh, well, there's... A lot of scrolling happening right now, people. A lot of scrolling. How about Fanagraphics? From Fanagraphics, we've got Love and Rockets Magazine, number 11, and Psychodrama Illustrated, number 5. Um, I know, I don't often talk about Fanagraphics, but, you know, they're doing Red Room, and you got to keep your eye on that one. This is interesting. Psychodrama Illustrated. There's still stuff out there like this? That's fucking badass. Very interesting, people. Very, very interesting. If you're into, like, the old underground books, keep your eye on fanographics. I'm doing that weird shit. Uh, Black Mask? Anything from Black Mask? Yes, we've got Black Mask. We've got, uh, God Killer. Spiderland, ew, number two. And we've got Hwat, number six. Oh, wow. I don't like this cover. He's got his boot on him, tying it. Mm. Um, so yeah, white, number six, there you go. Ah, just one cover. Just one cover, but that's really all you need on this one. From Behemoth. Not Behemoth. Behemoth. It's not plural. We've got Nobody's Child, number four. Uh, we've got Watch Dogs Legion, number two. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. I really needed just all of Nobody's Child. I'm ultra behind. I, I for whatever reason it never hit my pull list. Um, I I think I think Nerds Forever has a number one coming to me, but I still need two and three and now four. I keep adding it. Doesn't mean that it's uh showing up for some reason though. No worry, it won't be long at least. They won't be anybody's fault but my own here soon. 
Because I'll have my own diamond account as soon as all this hacky shit gets straightened out. You know? I'm glad I waited. AWA, we've got Crimson Cage. What is this? That looks fucking gnarly from John Lees and Alex Cormack. Double double toiling in the rumble. Brace yourself for a no holds barred reimagining of William Shakespeare's Macbeth from the critically acclaimed creators of Sync. Nolens, 1984. Chuck Frenzy is the main event star of the local Louisiana pro wrestling territory, but yearns for something greater. A fateful encounter with the trio of terrifying beings in the bayou gives Chuck a glimpse of championship glory beyond his wildest dreams. But that's only ifens. He's willing to do something terrible to achieve it. Um, I'm into it, people. I'm into it. Uh, I'll sleep on these AWA Upshot books. It'll be good. I've been doing a bad job of uh, kind of relaying them to you as well. They're not always on the FOCs, let's put it that way. Now they are. We got another one from AWA from Greg Hurwitz. We got Knighted number two. Wow, it looks like a looks like the sentry symbol. Hmm. Right on. So there you go. Uh, those are your two AWA books. It's nice to see diamonds not. I don't know. It's in their best interest to just let everybody be on the FOCs, right? Uh, from Aftershock. We have um, almost American number four and Mother Goose one shot. Mother fucking goose. Mother F goose. <laughs> Mother fucking goose. Uh, yeah, just for the cover alone, probably going to do very well. But yeah, I'm, I'm 100% into this one. Even at a $7 price tag, it's. Come on. Frank Tieti? Whoa. Nice. Uh, prestige format. Oh, it's going to be nice and big and thick. Mm. Three little pigs are gluttonous casino odors. Little Miss Muffet is hard-nosed cop with arachnophobia. And them three blind motherfucking mice are a curly impaired assassins. Ocularly. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. I've never seen that word before. Uh, ocularly. Impaired. Assassins. Did I say assistants or assassins? <laughs> Who knows? Oh, and Puss in Boots is a feline face scumbag. What? Puss in Boots? I thought that was a... Is that not just a Shrek thing? Was that like a real fairy tale thing? Huh. I mean, it, it, would, it would make sense, because Shrek is full of fairy tales and shit, but... Right on. I thought that was a an original Antonio Banderas creation. <laughs> what the fuck do I know? No, I'm into this, people. 100% into this. This sounds badass. And honestly, like I said, if you're uh, Scarface fans are going to be all over this cover. Because that's what it is. It's it's Scarface like a son of a bitch. That's fucking cool. Uh, Alright. Yeah, no, don't sleep on that one. Aftershock. You never sleep on Aftershock. How about... Uh, Action Lab? Are we allowed to say Action Lab's name now? Only because Bigfoot Frankenstein. And then we've got Citizen as well. And Hath No Fury, number three. See, you don't discredit the books, people. Just because the publisher's doing shitty things. You don't say, well, we're not going to talk about uh, Action Lab because they're shitty to their creators. Well, that's just being shitty to their creators by not talking about the creative books they have coming out. So, no. 
but there you go. Those are your Action Lab books. Not Danger Zone. So, safe for most ages. From Ablaze, we have Laura, number two. Just Laura. You know, like Cher. But Laura. Boom. Boom Studios, we got Basilisk, number five. Two covers there. Ah, interesting. We've got a Boom, number one. You know the speculators are going to be hoarding all of this because it's a Boom, number one, right? From Shobo Cocker and George... Cambodias, 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 Cambodias. What strange secrets lie in the mysterious town of Buckhead, USA? Toba and his mother, a renowned scientist, have just immigrated to the U.S., but instead of living in the big city like Toba always dreamed, they moved to a little sleepy town in the Pacific Northwest called Buckhead. In the middle of the picturesque and pedestrian town, Toba discovers that things aren't as perfect as they seem. Toba and his newfound friends find a strange video game, a perfect replica of the town and its people. Soon, Toba is on the run from Men in Black with his friends brainwashed by microchips. Alright. Um, interesting. The five-parter? Some buckhead. There you go. Uh, could could be something, and I know. Well, guess what? Miniseries get um option too because miniseries just means movie, not TV series. That's all. You know, five issues. That's that's a fucking book. Yeah, that's a movie. Not everything's gonna be a TV show, people. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's just a lot of uh misconceptions when it comes to speculating you know people listen to you know there's there's a person that says there's a uh, there's, there's an absolute way of doing it and nothing is really absolute in this game so yeah uh buffy the vampire slayer number one what is there more to this it's a little four-parter i i'm pretty sure they have an ongoing right now but apparently casey gilly and joe jaro are getting their their shot at buffy Vampire Slayers. Can a lone slayer save what's left of humanity? <gasps> Buffy Summers is the last slayer. Now in her 50s, I see what you're doing here. She wages as a one-woman fight against the forces of darkness, who prey on humanity in the daylight, unimpeded thanks to a magical cast- catastrophe that has nearly blotted out the sun. Oh, shit. Interesting. Four-parter. Gotta dig it. Um, that, I mean, I'm not a Buffy fan, but just as a, uh, I don't know, that sounds like an interesting <laughs> premise for any vampire story. Interesting. Uh, how many covers are we doing here? One, two, three, it says. Right on. Uh, we've got Getting Dizzy, number two, on the FOCs this week. We've got Magic the Gathering, number nine. And uh, let's see here. We've got a Torque variant, and we've got a Hidden Spark variant as well. Oh, hey. Done by Alejandro Mirable. Mirable? I don't know. I tried to get fancy with the pronunciation. That's probably just Mirable. Mirable. Everything's a vampire now. <sighs> I'm sorry. It's a cool cover, though. And then we've got Power Rangers Universe number one. What? Yeah, no. This is, uh, this is one. Now, is it... Sp- Something I would speculate on. I'm not sure. 
Um, but it does have the true origin of the Phantom Ranger in here. Um, I mean, there's... Uh, this this Power Rangers Universe miniseries there's fixing to do here. Six-parter. Um, let's see. Uh, Studios proudly presents a limited series event that will delve into the deepest origins of the Power Rangers Universe. Origins that have the Phantom Ranger at their heart. So... Yeah, um, this book could actually drive the, uh, what was it, Power Rangers Unlimited book that Frank Gogol did even further, being the first uh, comic book appearance of the Phantom Ranger. Um, this having origins in it. Uh, I don't know, it, it, it's hard to say. You never know what's going to pop up in here, but it is one, as a Power Ranger fan, I keep my eyes on. And honestly, just as a speculator in general, if you're looking for some off the, the, the beaten path, uh, stuff to start hoarding. Power Rangers stuff right now, people. I'm telling you, it is just a matter of time before they adapt this shit and make it all mainstream because this, uh, this, this universe that's, that's been developed since, well, I mean, a shattered grid really has been insane, insanely good. And it will all translate to some sort of screen eventually. And when that happens, these, very low-ordered Power Ranger books will be highly sought after. So, like I said, I, I hear people all the time, oh, what am I, you know, what's something good to speculate on? Well, let me do your homework for you. Power Rangers. Um, I, now, patience will be necessary in this endeavor, no doubt about it, but it really is just a matter of time. I'm going to say within five years, Power Rangers books are going to be um, a, a hot fad. And I don't like that term fad, but let's face it, that's what comic book speculation really is. You're just predicting the next fad. Because most things only hold up for a little bit, you know? But, I mean, something like the Phantom Ranger? Shit. Now, granted, the Phantom Rangers already appeared in comics, but they start making, or I mean, in, in um, uh, the, the the show, I mean, I haven't, I don't know what he looks like or anything like that in the show, I mean, I haven't watched the show since, like, the original cast, but, um, I don't know, it's, uh, there really is some, something to be held here, I don't know, um, and then there's a FOC reveal variant as well, I do not have an image for, for a dollar more on the price point, so, um, yeah, hard to say, hard to say, but, I don't know. If I were a gambling man, and in the nature of comics, I think it's safe to say that I am. This is one that I'm not mad at having <laughs> copies of. Yeah, it's just copies. Ease. I'll hold on to it. I got space for now. Anything from Dynamite that we need to shout from the rooftops about? Not so much, no. It's your typical stuff. No FOC, uh, what do you call them, uh, TMNT homage variants or McFarlane homage variants. Just your tradage and uh, butt cheeks. Uh, oh, you're going to start playing with DC now, are you? Previews World? Hmm. That's alright, I'll still stick to going through Lunar on account of... Um, yeah, they give me the, uh, the ratio variants in there as well. Diamond does not. I really do wish Diamond, and if you're listening... Uh, Steve Jeppy, and I know you are. Um, <laughs> dude, put up your fucking ratio variants in here. 
So people are incentivized on wanting to order more copies. You know, it can only do you good, people. It can only do you good previews. But, mm, whatever. Whatever. This is the lunar. Um, IDW. No, I'm not getting into the big two yet. IDW, we've got Kanto. Lionhearted number five. Mm -hmm. I, I got my number four just this past week. And I'm going to read it in half chunks, if you will. You know, three issues at a time. That suited me very, very well on the first half of Lionhearted. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do the same thing on this one. Uh, we've got Star Trek Mirror War Data. Ooh, Data. Oh, no, yeah. um, one, two, three covers there. We've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Best of Shredder. Number one. Well, it's just a one shot. Uh, and it is. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's the best of Shredder. And if you're a fan of the color purple, and I'm talking about the color purple, not the Oprah movie, then you'll like this cover. Because, you know, all of these best ofs have been, you know, they've had a color behind them. And I like purple. See, there's a little bit about me that you know now. Um, <laughs> there's the TMNT ongoing as well. Number 124, Sophie Campbell, still killing it in this universe. I dig it, man. I do. I think it's a, a, a fun... I mean, man, this is what I want out of Turtles. Not everything needs to be a big, giant, huge fucking event, you know? Um, and then there is, of course, an Eastman variant that I don't have an image for. Remember that one time when I had an image for it? And the FOCs, and I was like, whoa, that's cool. Because naturally it's going to be. But, um, no. Yeah. There you go. Um, Transformers Wreckers and Tread. Wait, no, I, I did it wrong again. Transformers Wreckers Tread and Circuits. You gotta fuck it. Put. Uh, you, you know, uh, punctuation goes a long way. Previews World. Put it in your titles. You know, otherwise it's kind of like a run-on sentence. Transformers, Wreckers, Tread, and Circuits, number three. It's a run-on sentence. But it could be Transformers, colon, Wreckers and Tread, slash, nope. Trans no, see, I I can't fucking do it. I need the I need the stuff there. I'm not stupid, I promise, people. Uh, that's a pretty sweet B cover. Reminds me of, like, Matchbox cars. They're called Hot Wheels, Brian. Um... <laughs> no, these look like matchbox cars. <laughs> I'm all set to piss off people in their fandoms today. Dark Horse Comics, we've got Cyberpunk 2077, you have my word, number three. Apparently there's been a long delay in between two and three here. Two covers on that one. We've got Daisy, number one. What is this? She's like nine feet tall. Uh, from Colin Lorimer. All right. A desperate mother's five-year search for a missing son leads to leads her to a small town of Brimmount and to the mysterious Phillips family. Daisy Phillips, like many teenagers, has a hard time fitting in, but not for the usual reasons. Daisy stands eight and a half feet tall, I told you, and is still growing. But her troubles with ill health, daily ridicule, and custom-made clothing 
are only the tip of the iceberg. Daisy may well be descended from a race of cannibalistic giants spawned from the outcasts of heaven. <gasps> oh, the outcasts of heaven. I was going to say there's no cannibals in heaven, you silly. Haven't you talked to any Christians lately? Um, <laughs> Colin Lorimer is one. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't talk about the artist. Uh, there you go. Interesting. Very interesting. Is that what the art's going to look like all the way through? The same person drawing it? Unusual. Unusually good. Usually it's you know, like, oh, I'm going to fucking half-ass it. But, I mean, not everybody's Rob Guillory people. Is Colin Lorimer to that level? We'll have to open it up and find out on December 8th when this is due to be in shops. She's very tall. Daisy. Hellboy and the BPRD 1957 Forgotten Lives one shot. There you go. More Hellboy for you. Uh, Image. From Image Comics, we've got A Man Among Ye, number eight. Two covers there. We got A Thing Called Truth, number two. Uh, I picked up the first issue. Haven't gotten around to reading it yet because the reviews on it aren't so hot. So um, I'm going to read it for myself, though. You know? I'm not going to Rotten Tomatoes this. You know what I mean? Not go see it just because some some people... This, yeah, I don't know. Um, but, uh... Yeah, uh, continuing on. Um, Adventure Man, 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 number seven. I think uh, this one's fallen off the list. Um, you know, I mean, the first couple issues were interesting. It just... There's, there's a lot. There's a lot uh, on my list already. And this one uh, doesn't quite make the cut. But it's a it's a big cut though. I mean, there's already a lot of books on it. Um, Ant number two. And we've, uh, wow, look at that. Number two, still not number one. <laughs> uh, crossover number ten. There we go. A couple covers there. Uh, I was told that there's a another unlikely appearance happening in this one. We'll see though. It's not really. These unlikely appearances aren't really getting the speculative market excited, so... Yeah, unless it's fucking full-blown Superman at this point. I don't really think anybody cares. Um, Excellence, number 12. Hmm. Um, Geiger, the 80-page giant. If you, mitch, mitch it, if you missed it last time, then you get another shot here. When we got one, two, three... Oh, that's why. It's because they have a, different, a bunch of different covers they're going to put out with it now. Um, at an $8 price point. So, I don't have any... I don't know what any of the variants look like. Um, even the blank cover. They dare not expose that one early. But, uh... I'm gonna be sticking to the... The, uh... The A cover on this one. You know? And I'll probably be grabbing a few of them. Just because I got a feeling. Uh, we've got Lady Mechanica Monsters of... Why do you have a feeling, Brian? I just... It really is just a gut feeling. I think that the series is going to blow up and they're going to introduce something really cool in here and this 80-page giant and yeah. I think this this right here th- th- this book is going to be big. Um it is I-, I can't see it not getting adapted people. And just it, ha- it has Netflix written all over or even Amazon written all over it. It just it does um, Lady Mechanica Monster of Ministry, number one. Is this done by... No, it's not done by the person I thought it was done by. Um, Joe Benitez, though. 
So there you go. Um, I think it's just a one-shot. Nope. It's a four-piece. It's a Mick four-piece. So number one on that one. Uh, one, two covers there. We've got Manifest Destiny, number four to five. We've got Newburn, number two. Let me tell you something about Newburn. Um, yeah, no, I'm 100% hooked on this series. I do not think that a detective book, comic book, about the mob would be interesting to me. Now, is it something I would watch? Certainly. Love the mob. Um, but just, it, it seemed dull for a comic book concept. But it wasn't. It was, I mean, I couldn't fucking stop. Everything about it was absolutely amazing. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm hooked on New Burn. Very excited for issue number two. Uh, we've got Oblivion Song, number 35. Um, we've got Ordinary Gods, number 6. Oh, hey. Ah, Phenom X, number 2. I didn't get my Phenom X, number 1, for some reason. Um, any of them, because I know I ordered them. But, at the same time, I also know the image is a little uh, wishy-washy with the release dates. I know other people have them. So I know it's come out, but... Um, that, that doesn't really mean anything right now, so maybe this is a title I'll get next week. I'm not gonna freak out yet, but, I don't know, I wanna check it out. I haven't really heard much about it yet, though. Um, we've got Savage Dragon, 261. Uh, Stillwater, number 12. Uh, Trover Saves the Universe, number 5. Wrapping up there. That's the end of that one. Uh, Undiscovered Country, number 18. Uh, what's the furthest place from here, number two? I just got done reading number one, and, uh, the hype is real on this one, people. It, it is fucked up and awesome and intriguing, and, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't, uh, I love it. I love it. Um, and once again, they are doing a, uh, a seven-inch deluxe version of the, or, like, a seven-inch record on this one. Uh, now, the last, I mean, issue number one, they're all allocated. So, you know, people had to go to number two. So keep that in mind uh, with this cover as well. Uh, probably not a bad idea to to order multiple copies um, because you might only get one, you know. And if you do get multiple, then, yeah, there you go. But apparently they're just, they, they underestimated how many people would be after that that first print deluxe version, so we'll see what happens the second time around. Um, either way, it's a great fucking series, people. It really is. It's an awesome series. I highly recommend. Mm, is that it for Image? Yep, that does it for Image. Those are all of the indie books due to be ordered by the 15th. Um, most important to order your pre-order your indie books, people. It really is. It is. It is. It's just good for everybody all around. You know, shops hate having to guess how many number ones of an indie series covered out from a creator that no one's heard of yet um, to to order. But what really helps is when you tell them, "I want this book," and then they know, they know at least one for sure. You know, so, I don't know. I mean, pre-ordering your your Marvels is important as well, but your indies, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean obviously DCs too, but yeah. Um, now on that note, let's let's see what is up for order from Marvel this week. This is where all the real speculators start licking their chops, right? You know the indie books could prove to be very very you know fast performing. You know all it takes is a, a hot series that everybody unanimously agrees on, 
and then it's determined that there's a short fucking print run on it, like Stray Dogs or something is killing the children or something along those lines. Um, uh, yeah. Well, on Marvel, um, you're, you're more playing kind of the, the, the long game as far as overall potential value. Because sure, you know, a Marvel book, it could blow up real quick and then fizzle off once everybody has their copies and then they just wait for every at that point everybody just kind of waits for the thing to happen in that book on the tv screen so it's a lot harder to gain big off of marvel right off the bat um than it is indie books so i mean that's all the more reason why it's important to pre-order your indie books and yes it's, sometimes you got to go with your gut and it is a gamble you know but yeah and i'm really just talking to speculators here at this point or, but yeah, um, I mean, because uh, if you're just here to fucking read it, then, yeah, just order the one copy and you're good. Uh, I'm sorry, I went on a fucking ramble there. Um, Marvel. These are the books coming, due to be ordered, uh, from Marvel by the 15th. Now, we've got Amazing Spider-Man number 84, and there is a, uh, villain variant on this one that I do not have an image for, which is, uh, highly frustrating. Uh, we've one, two, three covers total, actually. At least as far as non-incentives. See, I'm telling you, you had the incentive covers up here for me, then it'd be a whole different thing, but, yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel number 35, there is a spoiler design variant on this one. Oh, take that for what you, I do not have the image for it, because it's Spoiler, but uh, oh, there's two here. Hmm. Well, both of these say a alternate spoiler variant. No, one's a design variant. Spoiler design variant. One of them's just a spoiler variant. Hmm. And then there's a villain variant as well. One I do have an image for. Let's see. This is uh, Captain Marvel and old Captain Marvel. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what this amalgamation is here. Uh, Todd Nock, the cover artist there. Uh, yeah, there you go. Lots of, lots of fucking Captain Marvel covers this week. However, the, you know, the, the speculative ground on this issue itself, you know, beyond the covers, well, uh, there, there, there really could be something to hear here. There could be. Uh, just because, like I said, the, the, the story arc has been very intriguing. Um, the, this whole Dark Marvels thing, I don't know. I don't know what's going to come out of this. But whatever, I mean, whatever it is, Vox Supreme's clearly up to fucking something here. I don't know. It could be a sleeper book. It could. because it's, it's not on Key Collector. Uh, Darkhawk, wrapping up with this fifth issue there. A couple covers there. Darkhold Omega. Number one. One, two, three covers. And it doesn't even give me the artist's name on these. It just says <laughs> Artist A variant, Artist B variant. Good lord. Uh, like I said, I, I get it. They were hacked and shit, and they, you know, had other shit to worry about, but still, come on. Um, Electra, black, white, and blood. Mm hmm. Electra's getting the BWB treatment there with the, yeah, four issues. There you go. Uh, what the fuck? Huh. I'm, I'm reading the, uh, the, this description here. It says, fact, noun, 
Fact. Definition of fact. A. Something that has actual existence. B. An actual occurrence. C. Elector Nachios is the best assassin in the Marvel Universe. Okay. I, I mean, it doesn't give me who did the book. Anything. At all. Very strange. Very strange. Uh, dare I dare? Do I dare? Ask how many covers we got. One, three covers. That's all. John Boy and Andolfo. All right. Uh, Fantastic Four number thirty-nine. There is a Devil's Rain variant on that one. I do not have an image for. And there's a Shavern variant as well. Hey, that Shavern variant's pretty cool, actually. Huh. I don't know who you are, Ivan Shavern, but yeah. I mean, the thing's face is a little wacky there, but overall, it's a fun cover. Fun is really the right word for that. Neat. Uh, Spider-Woman, number 18. This ties into Devil's Reign directly. I love it. Uh, let's see here. How many covers? One, two, three covers there? And there is a villain's variant as well. I do not have an image for we got Star Wars number 20. Uh, let's see here. It just says a action figure variant and a Lucasfilm 50th variant. So are these just coming out later? And once again, of course, I don't have the fucking goddamn image for what the action figure variant is. I like my action figure variants, people. Uh, but there's so many that come out, you can't choose them all, especially with Star Wars. Like, do I... How many, you know, little... I don't know. <laughs> I just, just, there's, there's, you only get the cool ones, you know, the characters that you're 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 attached to. So going into these blind is a little scary sometimes, but I do it. I do it. If they don't give me the image, I just say fuck it, because who knows? It could be a dope ass Vader one, um, which I still don't have. You know what? I don't have a Darth Vader action figure variant. Huh? Blaspheme, I say. Timeless, number one. This is probably my Marvel pick of the week. Uh, Jed McKay. Uh, yeah, it's the big fucking Marvel event that we've been waiting for, right? Timeless. How do you win a war against time? A special year-ending adventure that gives portents. Is that how you say that word? Is that like... It's like important. Oh, see, I'm learning, people. They, and he says you don't learn anything from comics. That gives portents. <laughs> as to what is to come in the Marvel Universe over the next 12 months. Mm-hmm. See? Important book, people. Gives portents. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm fucking stupid. King the Conqueror is a warrior, a destroyer, a subjugator. But even he is subject to the whims and vis... Uh-oh, here's a word. Here's a $6 word for you. Vicissitudes. Nope, said it wrong. Vicis, vicissis. Fuck me. To time itself. So, when a parallel timeline threatens to overwrite the future that Kang has fought so long and so hard to control, the Master of the Ages has no choice but to go to war with time itself, battling through days of tomorrow as he struggles to prevent the end of what is to come. Featuring all of the major players in the Marvel Pantheon. All of them. All of them. All of them. I'm excited for this one, people. I am. This is our uh, 
this is our big setup book, you know? Uh, how many covers do I dare ask? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm not counting sheep, I'm counting covers. Don't get to, I don't have an image for any of them either. Um, let's see, there's a Miss Minutes variant, which I actually have seen an image for. And feel like, uh, I don't know, this is kind of a wasted cover. Uh, let's see here. Are there any villains variants? No, there's not. Because that would make sense, right? Uh, lots of Stormbreakers variants, though. Gleason and Coelho and Kassara and Kanaro and Cabal. Uh-huh. And Momoko, bleh, and Silva. There you go. Uh, Warhammer 40k, Sisters of Battle. Number five, wrapping up there. A couple covers. Another book worth speculating on is going to be this Wastelanders Black Widow number one. First appearance of, uh, you know, Wastelanders Widow, if you will. And apparently, um, Wastelanders Lizard. So, yeah. We'll have to see there. Uh, one, two covers there. There's also Wastelander Star-Lord as well. Two covers there. I'm very excited about that one. Having read what Ethan Sachs already did with Star-Lord in the Wasteland, um, I'm all about it, people. I'm all about this one. And then we've got X-Men Legends number 10. Two covers on that one. So those are all the books due to be ordered on the FOCs this week. Uh, from Marvel to DC to all of your indies. Um, yeah, I mean, as far as Marvel goes, the, really the two books to keep an eye on, um, would probably be t the Timeless, just because you never know what's going to pop out of there, and, uh, the Black Widow. I mean, Black Widow's probably more of a speculative book to keep an eye on, but at the same time, don't, uh, don't sleep on Captain Marvel 35 either. You know, there, there really could be something going on in there. And as far as DC goes, I mean, yeah, what what was, uh, the, the, oh, the Future State Gotham. The next Joker, that really could be something. And then you got uh, uh, the Eat, Bang, Kill Tour, the Harley Quinn thing, with the new sludgy bad guy. And then as far as indies go, you know, it's it's anybody's guess as far as what could be the uh, the the hot book to take off, but... I don't know, man. If I had to give you one, probably... Fuck. I don't even know. I don't even know, people. Uh, out of Boom, maybe? That Buckhead? Buckhead could be your, uh, your indie book of the week to take off. It just kind of depends on how good it is, really. So, yeah, um, I'm gonna take a quick break here, leave you with a, an Apocalypse promo, and I'll be right back to talk very little about the next books coming out next new comic book day. So, yeah, hang tight. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parley Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoGuroParlayHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and parlay points, our companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now all right i'm back to talk about the new comics allegedly coming out this next new comic book day which is supposed to be the uh, 17th or so so uh yeah um now like i said because diamond's website is all screwy right now i don't have all of the preview stuff at all i do have you know some some ideas of some stuff that we definitely want to keep our eyes on but uh for the most part yeah um yeah, i really just have the dc stuff here so this this back end will be fairly short for you so, but let's get into it. Let's start with the the lunar books coming out next week. We've got. Well, let me start at the beginning here. Uh, Aquaman: The Becoming, number three. This is the first uh, cover appearance of the Beyonder. So yeah, and there's a couple covers there, but it's that A cover that people are really going to be after. We got Batman 117. This is uh, the um reveal of the anti-oracle apparently so i'm anxious to check this out i actually have my copies here in front of me already Ooh, look at me and my retailer privileges i'm gonna pop that open and see for myself here real soon um the uh, we've got uh, batman secret files the gardener number one this is the one shot featuring the origin of the gardener naturally be nice to to learn some some more about the gardener I feel like it's in a... As a Poison Ivy fan, I'm very interested with this character. Um, Batman vs. Bigby, number three. It's crossing over with Fables there. Uh, Black Cotton, number six, coming out of Scout. That one's wrapping up. Uh, we've got Blue and Gold, number four. Now, the image I have here is not the cover at all. Um, not at all. So, mm, keep that in mind. You are looking at Lunar. This is different. Uh uh, Commander Rao, number one. This is out of Scout as well. Uh, we've got the second printing of Soul Plumber, number one. Being that the first one, I mean, it's it's selling for over fair market value, or I mean, over cover price. So that's that says something. The second print uh, could be something. Um, I think it's really just a, as far as the cover art goes. I think it's just a matter of changing up uh, the the trade dress a little bit. But yeah, uh, we've got Green Lantern, number eight coming out this week uh just the b cover though uh justice league number 69 as well so it says um let's see here oh that alexander lozano cover get a lot uh we've got legends of the dark knight number seven uh lunar ladies number three wrapping up with its third issue coming out of scout little mini series there nice house on the lake number six. Oh yeah Oh, yeah, and the B cover is Badass by Javier Rodriguez. It's badass. Uh, this, this book's going to take a break after this, though. Um, Tinian's got a 
count his Substack money. Um, uh, Nightwing number eighty-six, uh, the new costume reveal. Nubia and the Amazons number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of DC books this week, people. Uh, Red Shift number four, out of Scout. Uh, Refrigerator full of heads number two, badass. Loved uh, the Basket Full of Heads series. Uh, Robins number one. Uh, first appearance of, of allegedly the first Robin. A little female Robin. Mm. So we'll, we'll see what this turns out to be. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to crack this one open. Uh, let's see here. Snelson, Comedy is Dying, number four, out of Ahoy. Uh, Suicide Squad, number niner. Ooh, yeah, gotta love that. Uh, King Shark, number three. Oh, I'm excited for this series, people. This has been a great friggin' series. It has. And that Matina variant, that King Shark num num. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, number five. Hi. Uh, a couple covers there. It seems as though we have a little uh, Phoebe trying to get on the mic here as well. Don't mind her. We've got Superman, Son of Kal-El, number five. Uh, this is the big reveal, uh, the big coming outing, if you will, of uh, John Kent Superman. So I don't know. I mean, it's a uh, John Taylor's taken down uh, some of his social media uh, the profiles and stuff. Um, so I mean, the, 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 the hatred is out there, people. But will 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 this book thrive because of that? I don't know. We'll see. I know I ordered uh, a, a whole bunch of them, so we'll find out. Uh, we've got third number one coming out from Scout next week. Oh yeah, people. Um, this is uh, no. Uh, this one could be good. It, it could be. Uh, what is this? Wonder Woman Evolution number one. Oh yeah, I remember this. Um, was it Stephanie Phillips and Mike Hawthorne? Oh, yeah, people. I just had Stephanie Phillips on the podcast. So this is an eight-parter revolving around, you guessed it, Wonder Woman. Look at that Riley Rossmo variant. Gotta love it. So those are all the uh, the, the lunar books slated to come out next uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever you... Yeah. Um, but as far as all the other stuff that, you know, is kind of noteworthy that you need to keep an eye on, uh, Moon Knight number five, don't sleep on that one, new... New villain reveal, I would imagine. And that one in 25 could be something, too. Our Adams. Uh, first appearance of Obsidian Star in Spider-Man number 78. So who knows what that turns out to be. Um, is that it? Is that it? I don't think that's it. But it could be. Yeah. Um, Radio Apocalypse is coming out this week from Vault. I'm really excited about that. I think this one has a lot of potential. But, uh, yeah, other than that, you know, I mean, sh- I-, I wish I can go through and name it all with you. I do. But for whatever reason, like I said, Previews World's website's all screwy. So that's just off the top of my head and, you know, with a little help from Key Collector as well. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Um, remember, 
remember, uh, the new thing that just started, you know, like I said, uh, Cheers to Comics is a retail retailer as well. Uh, I'm doing live sales now, people. So if you tune in at 5 p.m. on Wednesdays, 5 p.m. Mountain Time on Wednesdays, you'll see me go live. Um, so, But make sure you're following uh, the YouTube channel, the Cheers to Comics YouTube channel, and the Cheers to Comics Facebook page, if not the Facebook group as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah, you get in on that, people. New books go up on New Comic Book Day as I receive them. And, um, yeah. And as, as well as all that, if for whatever reason you cannot make the live sale, uh, then you'll get a second chance of whatever's left in the, uh, the claim sales, the reply sales that will go up as well on, uh, Facebook. But like I said, you gotta be a member of the Cheers to Comics Facebook group to experience such awesomeness. Um, otherwise, go to shopcheerstocomics.com and that's where everything that doesn't get sold gets put. So, hmm, uh, shopcheerstocomics.com. And while you're shopping at shopcheerstocomics.com, use code PODCAST when you're checking out and save an additional 10%. What? What? Save 10% off new books as they go up? Yeah. Provided they don't get sold in the live sales. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I urge you to join in on the live sales at Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Mountain Time. Um, because it's not your typical live sale. And if you don't know what a live sale is, it's it's exactly what it sounds like. You know, It's me live, talking, selling books to you, auction style, um, claim style. But it's it's But if you are familiar with live sales and you haven't participated in one of mine, well... Mine are slightly different because uh, I'm a natural entertainer, and no, I'm kidding. But it's, it's kind of one of those. I mean, you're gonna get kind of a podcast out of it as well. So if you're into a live podcast, then yeah, uh, no, it's not a full-blown podcast. But please believe, I, I, I'm not gonna be able to refrain myself from talking about comics during these live sales. So good stuff, people. Um, alright, now I will, uh, talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. In the meantime, I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, you fuckers. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast, the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, 
Spotify, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the apocalypse is sure to have something for you.